Fillmore you come on. Yo, 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 yo. Microphone check. Microphone check. Microphone check. One, two, one, two. Microphone check. One, two, one, two. This is Cup of Joe with Dre. I am your co-host, Dre E. I got my man Joe in the building. Got a special, special, special guest in the building. Dr. Mark Cunningham is back with another, well, part two of the first Mark episode that we had. Um, fellas, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? How's your day going? I ain't done nothing today. I ain't done nothing. I pull, <laughs> gotta pull that mic up a little oh, bit. That's right. I am no, 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 lift it up. Lift, lift it up. Yeah, oh, yeah, like this. Yeah, put it up yeah. in my nose like this. Yeah, yeah. Facts, I facts. Oh, I got something to say. How many specials did this man get? Hey, man, three. He man. gave about three, <laughs> three, four good special specials. Right here, man. What's the matter, you? This is a special guy. <laughs> I'm right just saying. Man. <laughs> I've been doing this show for over a year, and I got one special yet. <laughs> And you got a good yeah, somebody that like on the color purple, Miss Sophia. So somebody know how to treat a villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, yeah, I get yeah. one special in here. I said, man. Hey. Somebody know how to treat a villain. What I've got to do to get a special? Yeah, yeah. Okay, mama. Dre, how, uh, Dre, uh, hold on. Yes, sir. I'd like to talk to my special, special, special. See, I know how to treat people. Uh, co-host, Dre, Dre, how's your, how's your week been? Hey, man, it's been good, man. Busy as hell, but good, man. Can't, can't complain at all. So yeah, man, I'm just tired, man. I've been, I've been, I couldn't, be, I couldn't sleep all like all damn week, but um, I'm getting back to it. Yeah, can't sleep, man. Like, but you got the insomnia? No, no, my daughter was out of town, so that was uh, you know, that was keeping me up late and shit. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of state, really. So yeah. Oh, let me yeah. tell you something. Was she yeah. with her mom? Yeah, yeah, she was with her mom, but, but still, hey man, hey, still, it'd be like that. Well, if something else keeping you. Shit. Man, that'll keep me up, dog. Raw. Yeah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> hey man, I was gonna boost you up on this uh, <laughs> on this father of year award, but I so appreciate you. This is this cousin Mark here. What you mean you couldn't sleep? Was she with her mom? <laughs> yeah, man, she was, but it'd be like that, man. I see. It'd be well, like well, that. Well, see, that. Dre, Shit, hey, since we on this, man, before we get into Mark, I'm going to give you, Dre <laughs> is good. He deserves the father. <laughs> I'm going to say this good, folks. Because hey, Dre be talking. First of all, Dre be like, yo, my boy, G. And then he start talking, baby, you can't do that. You got to be sweet. Hey, man, you got to be. And, man. I, you switch and then it the up. bad thing it about is, it, so man. I hear you, and then I want to talk that way. And be like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I said, I said, this little girl has sapped all the street out of my boy. Hey, she was gone for a week, man. I said, he don't talk to me. First of all, you got specials. She gets these sweets. Yeah, hey, what they say is cold outside, and you need a jacket, son. He's snuggly again now. Yeah, see him over here. He, he's snuggly in again, and, 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 and oh, and kissy too. Let me just add that. I look, snuggly and kissy. He and, and 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 oh goodness, and y'all y'all got to see this. Y'all can't see this. I wish I could. That <laughs> is, he get completely. He ain't even paying no attention to us. We just sitting here talking, and and he is. He be a, a, a good dad. Yes, he is. But since he's busy, let's uh, cuss. He got. He can't. Oh, look what you did. Look what you did. 
Then he blamed the deep. Wait a minute. They got tangled up in the cords here. But he ain't gonna blame the girl. He blamed it on the baby. Look what you did. Look what you did. But not that gruff though. So so fellas, so fellas. Oh man, go ahead, finish, finish, Joe. How was your week, man? Oh, it's on my turn now. How was your week? My my week was okay, and now that you're asking. <laughs> nah, it, it, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. since you're asking, nah, it was cool. My week was good, you know. And now with my boys and with my cousins. <laughs> I mean, is Dre, is Dre a Hall now? Uh, mm. Hey, man. Is he Anderson? I'm honorary Hall. You know what I'm talking about? I was saying, I don't know if he cut to be Anderson, you know. Oh, that's hard work. Yeah, because he's not kissing the baby there. <laughs> He gonna expect that baby have a job. <laughs> oh, so, Mark, uh, but, but, but I said I didn't do nothing today. The, the week though, I've been busy. You know, I, uh, this week, you know, I teach. I'm teaching this summer. The summer semester's winding down. Yeah, so thank I taught, God. Uh, East Bayou this week. Oh, for that's acting what's up. In, my, in my class. Okay. My intro to cinema class. Good movie. Yeah. It, Great it, movie. Students yeah. really, really liked it. And many of them, it's the first time they'd ever seen it. So, Hold on, let's introducing them to these movies and stuff. Can we give them a little background real quick? Because for the new listeners, oh, yeah. they may not know what you do. I, uh, and I'm, you're, I'm, well, I'm, you're the, first of all, <laughs> you, we gotta, you're prestigious. Well, usually the, 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 the host, <laughs> he usually says that. No, 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 he no, didn't. No, no. But he, he didn't this time. He gave you so, three yeah. specials. He <laughs> said, <laughs> you ain't a doctor, but you're three. He didn't no. say doctor. I did say no, that. Did he say? Uh, yeah, so he did. said, you're a tri-special. I have a PhD in film and media studies Ooh. from the University of Texas at Ooh. Austin. And Talk to him. So, <laughs> Talk to him. But I'm I'm an associate professor of uh, radio, TV, and film at uh, Austin Community College. So, and I teach uh, this summer. uh, I taught two classes: intro to cinema. So, intro uh, to summer cinema. Oh, cinema. Yeah. Where so I teach. Well, these particular classes, I taught in the more traditional route, where I kind of just kind of talked about film history, cinematography, editing, acting, narrative, uh, you know, things like that. Sound, stuff like that, and we watch different movies for each one to kind of talk about those things for each film or whatever else. So you know uh, what, man, you brought a question to me. Okay, you brought a question to me. So as we're Americans and we live in America, mm-hmm. if you can give me three movies that would tell, or that if you were if somebody that wasn't from America, okay. But you wanted to tell the story of America. Okay. Give me three movies that you feel like would tell the story of America. See, I'm giving y'all some. I'm giving. Wow. We give y'all some history. We're gonna give y'all some history now. This is who. Oh, you think me and Dre play games around this joint? We don't play <laughs> no games, but but give me give me that would because I feel like film is such like a part of us now. Oh yeah, well I mean film is very much so you know a part of the fabric of our culture. I mean and. You know, one of the things I teach in my class in terms of how we look at film from a historical perspective is to talk about film as social history. And, and, and so film itself, right, uh, influences culture and vice versa, yeah. right? And so you can tell, like, a lot of times, like, what, in fact, you know, in fact, what uh, the administration is like or who is president 
uh, or who's running the country at the time based on the films that are made during that period. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about the 80s, right, when uh, Reagan was president and it was this kind of me, 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 materialistic greed kind of in movies like Wall Street came out. Uh, these kind of hyper-masculine films like Top Gun came out. Uh, but then also, too, you had movies, all of those Vietnam War movies came out that were really kind of using the Vietnam War in some respects, right, as kind of metaphor to kind of talk about government corruption and stuff like that, right? And, and also, too, about war and whatever else, because we weren't, you know, in the 80s, we weren't that far removed from the end of uh, the Vietnam War. I mean, Vietnam ended in 75, so we weren't that far removed. So that's one of the things <laughs> I teach in my class, right, about how absolutely film is reflective of, of culture and, and, and vice versa. So, so give me three movies. So three movies, I mean, off the top of my head. Well, well one of those movies, I would definitely say Spike Lee's movie, Do the Right Thing. Mm. I, would, I, would, I would definitely, in terms of, because that, I mean, that's a unfortunately, that's a timeless film. Right. How um cuz I just saw, you know it's funny you just said that. I saw this thing because and maybe it was done like a year ago, mm -hmm. but they were talking about like I think was it like 30 years for that movie too? Well, I, almost more so, a little bit more than. But they had yeah, in 89. Yeah, so yeah, they had they but they have a there was a thing in Brooklyn mm -hmm. that they had that was it had all the the uh, photographer had all the pictures. Yeah. Paste of there, and then they had the, the, the studio chair, they had the original doodle, uh, the 40 Acres of Mule jacket, and everything, but for that movie. So, yeah, I mean, that, that, that film I mean, is, is classic. I mean, I teach that film now, and I, and I tell my students all the time that, you know, that at the end of that film is a list of names uh, 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 that, you know, Spike kind of point out as like, you know, who've been kind of like, lost, you know, young black people uh, or black people, period, that lost their lives as a result of police brutality. Uh, you know, or, and just, you know, kind of racist incidents. And, and, and I told my students, I said, you know, we've just traded those sets of names for another set of names. Hmm. I said, you don't even know those names. I said, but you know these names now, yeah. Sandra Bland, George Floyd, mm -hmm. you know, Eric Garner, you know, you know, Tamir Rice, Trayvon, of course, right, et cetera, you know, unfortunately, et cetera. And I said, but, you know, but I, I think it stares as a good indicator, and I tell my students that, you know, the movement, the, the, no, the interest, right, in, in rectifying those things and trying to change the world, uh, that didn't start just now. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we've been trying to do this, mm -hmm. right? There, there, mm -hmm. You know, this injustice did not just come about. Right. The only reason it's kind of more kind of in our face now is because, you know, social media and yeah. technology yeah. can be recorded now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, so, but that film, and I say, you know, it's a classic film, period, but I say timeless, unfortunately, because you know, we're still dealing with some of these issues right. that Spike Lee brought to light, right. you know, and, and do the right thing. So I definitely, if anybody were new to this country and wanted to know, I would definitely show them that movie. Yeah. I mean, because it just... One of my favorite films, too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because it's so telling. And the fact also, too, that in that film, Spike does not provide any easy answers. He does not, uh, you know, clearly identify a good guy and a bad guy. Everybody in that situation you can point to something and say, well, maybe they shouldn't have done it. Right, that. right. Yeah. You know, whatever. But, it, right. but, it, but it, it really does show how, you know, I mean, we in this country, sometimes in situations like that, particularly where black lives are concerned, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and this is something that's always been an argument with about this film, something that comes up all the time, even with my students now, is this automatically this way that we preference property. Over, mm -hmm. over black lives, mm -hmm. right? That even in my class, I tell them all the time, I let them go for a while, and I say, I want you to realize 
And you've talked more today here about Sal's pizzeria burning down mm-hmm. than you have about the fact that Radio Raheem Died. was Murdered. killed yeah. by the police. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I said, but don't feel bad. Because mm-hmm. you're not the only one that's done that. Right. They've been doing that since this movie came out in the 80s, in the right. late 80s. Right. And they were like, right. you know, dropping the clip. Yeah, yeah. I said, you know, and, and I love the fact that in Spike Lee's movie Inside Man, with uh, Clive Owen, with mm-hmm. uh, and Jodie Foster and, and 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 Christopher Plummer, and that film where the uh, it's about which is about a bank heist, as you right, know, right. seen it. Mm-hmm. And in that film, they order pizza, and Spike shows the pizza comes from Sal Pizzeria. <laughs> Spike basically proves, like Mookie said, Sal, you're gonna get over from the insurance money. Right, right. I never knew that. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah, that's dope. That burning that piece of red down, Sal wasn't going to get that money right. back, right, from the insurance. So I mean, so that so that's definitely one film. Uh, I, I I would point to definitely. Man, the others though, two others I would think about. Man, I have to really man. Let me. I just if I guess I go along. Let me see if I can think of some because think of two others. But I definitely, I mean, that one just boom yeah. popped up at the top of my head uh, for sure. Uh, a, a film I would show about America. Wow. I, you know, I'm glad you. While you're thinking about it, um, mm-hmm. and we're on Spike Lee, I always tell people Malcolm X is probably one of my favorite, favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing about Malcolm X, right? I don't. There's some parts I'd be like, ah, you know, when he got the white girlfriend or whatever, and that that's no. That's no offense to the acting, but it's just like they acted great, mm-hmm. and it's a it, it's an important scene because it's part of his life. But mm-hmm. I'm just like, but that movie compelled me so much because the way the acting and the way the movie was written, I forgot that Denzel mm-hmm. was playing mm-hmm. Malcolm X, and I really was involved thinking I'm watching Malcolm X and I'm watching up to Malcolm X's death. Mm-hmm. And I love when a movie can make you forget that the actor is... Well, that's the actor's job. Yeah. Right? I mean, that he becomes... I mean, and, and Denzel Washington doesn't even look like Malcolm X. They nothing like him. Away at all, yeah, right? nothing. I, mean, I remember when that movie came out, like, people kind of really kind of expressing the fact that, like, how, why Denzel, Denzel don't even look... And kind of thinking, like, maybe Larry Fishburne should have yeah. played Malcolm X and, uh, at the time, whatever. But Denzel, I mean, the... I, I mean, it's... Incredible example of what we call transformation. Yeah. Where you forgot it was Denzel. You completely forgot it was him. And, 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 and yeah, I mean, I, I just think that in terms of when we think about Denzel's work, that is going to be like at the forefront yeah. of a lot of people's minds. That, that movie. So good in that. That movie. So good. That movie is. And the crazy thing about all the movies I really love about Denzel, like people always bring up Training Day. That's not my favorite Denzel movies. That movie, A Soldier Story, mm-hmm. I love Denzel and I love him in Glory. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, yeah, Glory. And I think, I think, I, he, he was so good, but I think when you saw that whipping, and the, the thing about that, it invoked me, it stopped being a, a piece about. Uh, about um, for me the Civil War because I love history but stop being a piece about Civil War and it it affected me that I saw this black man getting beat. I mean we are. I mean that's <laughs> yeah that's that's the 
you know, and in, in, in terms of what it's dealing with, what it's about, you know, I mean, but I, I think that, you know, I think what's to me intriguing about, I mean, it, it, I, I think what's, in, what's really most intriguing about Denzel in Training Day uh, is that everything you just mentioned, with the exception of Soldier Story, because he, he's, he's, uh, he's the antagonist in that piece, he's yeah. the villain in that piece, not to give anything away. Uh, for anybody that hasn't seen it, but um, they need to go see it. They should, yeah, they need to they should see it. But I will say that what becomes intriguing about to me what uh, Denzel does in Training Day, and the reason why I think maybe a lot of people like it is because he's. I mean, it's it's like the in some way, right? It's this this gruff kind of sexiness, man, that he has in that, right? And and the way he carries himself, and he's he's despicable, man. He's vicious. Man. And, <laughs> Uh, but he makes it look so good, you know. I, I just showed the, uh, a clip of that in my class and kind of talked about how uh, uh, costume helps with uh, uh, characterization and the fact yeah. that in that film, right, he's wearing these gold, ch- excuse me, these silver chains with the cross, these kind of diamond-encrusted crosses and wearing the black leather jacket and he's got the fade, the diamond earrings, and he's got the sweat. And so all of that kind of adds to his... Uh, uh, Villainy, if you will, it yeah. adds to not only his villainy, but it adds to his, uh, um, you know, you know what makes him, you know, it adds to what makes that character, uh, you know, so intriguing in some yeah. ways, right? But it's this blend of intrigue, like I say, villainy and sexiness, all this stuff together, right? That he he's able to accomplish there, and it's it is a way that we've never seen him before, actually. Yeah. Right. You know, when you, because he, he we usually see him play, uh, you know, a bit of a martyr he, or, or not. A, if not a martyr, certainly right. Uh, this kind of, you know, well, a good guy for like for lack of a better yeah. word. He's he's the, you know, oh, Malcolm X. Right. And and, 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 and you know, if you think, you know, glory. Right. And whatever. He's, he, you know, he's in these roles where, you know, but I, I don't know, you know, but I like him playing that. I, 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 I did, too. I, yeah. really, I did, too. Really. It's, it's, it was fascinating the way to me for him to do that, and I know there's a lot of people. Oh, you know, why did he have to win the Oscar for that? Yeah. But you know, the Oscars have their own yeah, set right, or right. whatever, and we mm-hmm. can talk all day long about how yeah. should have won this. <laughs> yeah. And that goes for anybody, Any, black, yeah. white, yeah. Hispanic. I mean, it's so many people we can point that to. People who didn't even get nominated that should have got nominated right. didn't win. So you know, there's so much that goes into that for sure. But you know, you know, when, when people were saying things, oh, why did he win the Oscar for that? You know. Why yeah, right. be bad to win the Oscars? Well, yeah. Why not? Why yeah. you know why why you know I, I, I think every last one of us can sit here and say that all black folks. Some of us like Lord him, bro. Yes, <laughs> yes, know? yes, so, yes. I mean, you know, I think, but 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 I mean, I understand the spirit of where that comment comes yeah. from for sure. But uh, I I didn't think it was this. You know, way of setting us back as a people for him to win. <laughs> you know, for playing uh, Alonzo uh, in that film. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. that's how I feel about. It. All right, here, here I go on my question, okay. man. How come black folks are underrepresented in advertising in film in, in the advertising and film in industry, yet over index in media consumption and in spending? Yeah, we spend more money on entertainment and things of that nature. Than right. Um, I, you know, I mean, look, it's always been like that. I mean, right. and I'm not saying that that's not, I, 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 I'm not saying that that's good for sure or whatever. We know it's not good, right? And there are 
moves that are being made now, right, to change that more mm-hmm. so. Uh, I'm not gonna say more so than this first <coughs> I mean, I but I but I think in ways that are recognizable, and I think it's mostly recognizable now because of again social media, right. because of technology and whatever else, we're able to see things a little bit more. But as I always say, people, and I may have said this on your show before, because when people ask me these things, I say this, I. You know, I'm, I'm just old enough to have seen black folks come in style a, a number of times, you know, where everybody seems to be on board with everything black, 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 and then it dies away. Yeah. Black, 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 right, black, right. And it dies away. Right. Black, black, black again, and it dies away. Right. And, and so I see, I've seen that happen right. a, a lot of times. And we're, in, and we're, on, we're riding the wave now. The wave is hiding. Right, right, sure. right, right. right. Uh, and so you have, all, you know, there are a lot of these instances where you, you see where uh, so you see more product with black people, we're starting to see more black people on magazine cover. Yeah. But it, but that's because this is the conversation that's being had. And I think to be honest, I mean, this is my thing, right? Is where I wonder is if a lot of this stuff is genuine. Because I wonder, are you know, are people doing this right now because they want to be on the right side right, of the right, issue? Right. They don't want people to be. You know what I mean? They don't yep. want somebody to call them out on anything. Right. People don't want to be right. quote unquote canceled. Right. You know, all this other stuff. So people are doing these things. Correct. Uh, but what happens when we're not so interested? Right. Because this, I, you know, this may sound cynical as hell and I'm sorry, but no, actually I'm not sorry. It's just how what I believe. Uh, this is going to go away. Right. Oh, of course. It's, you see it already. Ladies yeah. and this is, you this see is it already. Fade. Yes. So, it's already fading. Yeah, so what, what, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, what ladies and gentlemen, you know why he's my cousin. <laughs> I mean, but I feel the same way. Yeah. And you brought it up. I remember there was a time you could turn on the UPN and it was like four black like shows. Girlfriends and all of these shows and Moesha and all of this stuff. And then all of a sudden it just went away. Right. Well, they did it prior to that in the, in the 90s with Fox. Yeah. When uh-huh. Fox was trying to build yeah. their uh, network. Yep. Right. So what they did was to build their network is they tapped into an underrepresented audience. And so they went for the, right. the, the people of color. Right. And so that's why you had shows like In Living, in Living Color, color yeah. Single, mm-hmm. Martin, New York yep. Undercover. All those shows came on during yeah. those times. Yeah. And all of those, nearby all of those shows, well, I mean, I think about New York Undercover was almost sabotaged in a lot of yeah. ways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, but then what they did was they canceled all those shows like at the peak of their popularity or yep. certainly right in the midst of their popularity, yep. largely because Fox got The Simpsons and got football. Right. And they started to kind of be established as a kind of a major network that can compete with ABC, right. CBS, CBS, and mm-hmm. NBC. And they dumped all of those shows. I mean, so yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, and 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 so that's what all of these fledgling networks, like UPN, was the CW or the mm-hmm. WB, and all mm-hmm. of them turning, all those fledgling networks do that all the time. They tap into an underrepresented audience. Yeah. And they don't do it with people of color. They do it with young people. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You get all these shoes shows that skew like that yeah. in order to build that network. That, that it absolutely is what they do, and and you know. I, now, like so I'm saying, like everybody now is like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what happens when people we, we ain't checking as hard as we used to check, you know, you know? And there are people like, oh, I'm gonna always be listen. We ain't going back. We gonna <laughs> be here to stay. We gonna that's what we yeah okay, you know. No, but it, it's funny. Like I said, you had that you're saying this and you're mm-hmm. bringing this up because I remember and it was funny to me in the '90s. You see this hip hop thing. Mm-hmm. Everything was hip hop. Mm-hmm. You, you McDonald's they rapping. And here comes uh 
What's it called? Uh, what's his name? Clarence. They worked at McDonald's. Calvin. 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 Yeah. Here go Calvin. And then you see all these people, and it be black, white. They got the hats turned sideways, and the yo 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 yo, and they got a boombox. And then well, the music did that. Yeah. I mean, music music video had a lot to do with that too. I mean, uh, and 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 again, we also have to to remember that at you know not the I don't want to say that the height of, of rap popularity certainly but when rap was very popular. Yeah. the 90s and, 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 and moving into the 2000s mm-hmm. and what have you. When, when we were buying physical CDs right. and physical cassettes, yeah. uh, 70% of hip-hop music was bought by white males. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, 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 yeah. and, and, and I, you know, I know uh, many people that kind of tell, not many people, but a, a few people I know, let me, let me change, I don't want to be hyperbolic, but many people who say, who said they knew a lot of white cats that had every hip hop CD it was? Right. They didn't know, but one song or two, right. each one of them. They yeah. knew the popular song. Right, right, each right, one of them. right. They didn't even listen to the rest of it. Yeah. But they had every one of them. I was, yeah, I was talking. <laughs> I was. Ta- it's funny you said that. I was talking to somebody today about that. Mm-hmm. I said, <laughs> I said, what people don't understand is it, even at the, uh, 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 what was it called? What's his name? Trump inaugural. I bet you said if they threw some uh, old, uh, early Dr. Dre chronic on some Snoop Dogg, right. that whole crowd right. would have went, went crazy because they know they would have heard that one black song right. rolling, sipping on gin and juice. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. you, know, it, you know, and so, I mean, that that kind of stuff is, is I mean, it, it, it made it mainstream, right? Sure. I mean, hip hop became more mainstream then of course, right, you're going to see all of that make its way into advertising, make its way in all of this. Yeah. But to kind of go back to, you know, what Dre was saying about why is it that, you know, we don't we don't show up in those places and, and yet we spend this money and, and, and how that, you know. Um, you know, I mean, that's, that's I could sit here and, and, and pull an answer, yank an answer out of my ass. And, and try to but it, 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 it's baffling. Yeah. It, it really, really is badly, mm-hmm. right? I mean, because, I mean, what does it say? Does it mean that we don't participate at all in a consumer culture because we're not present in the right, right, right. Is that what it means? Right. right. Or, you know, does it mean that we, yeah, I mean, because we know where it comes from. We know what it is. I mean, the thing is, is that, and this is why it's important to have people sitting in, at, at the table, right? Right. right. Uh, people with a seat at the way everybody's saying that now, right. seat at the table, right? Right. right. Everybody needs to have a seat at the table that uh, it, there needs to be better representation, right, of people, right, uh, of the people who are sitting at the table, right? Because if you got all white people making the decisions, they're going to make movies. They're going to, you know, cast the advertising with, with people who look like them. Right. People make what they know. Right. People go for what you know. I'm really people. I have to be people go for what they know, basically, right? right? And, and and that's really just the case, right? If you bring, if 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 you got this white dude sitting up here and he's the one that's betting the scripts and saying which one makes it through the gate, which one right. doesn't. Right. Okay, you give him a script about three black dudes that live in a so-and-so or two white, you know, or, or about a family reunion, well, that don't mean nothing to him. Right. Yeah. Right? But if you give him a script about two white guys that, right. you know, are sticking firecrackers out there. <laughs> and, 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 you know. Right. And and it's that relieves us back to childhood. He's like, we're in this our first year at college. Right, right, right. right. That, oh, they can relate to that. They right. understand that that's funny to them. Yeah. Right? So the thing is, is right, that alongside that cat, 
right? We need to have a black dude, right. a Hispanic dude, right. Asian dude, right. you know, a, a woman, a black woman, an Asian woman. <laughs> there needs to be, a, 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 you know, a better representation, right? Because here's the thing also, too. We can say, uh, when we talk about allies, for example, even a person who's attuned to that, right, and maybe be able to recognize whether that's good, whatever, it's still this case of what do they connect to, whatever. Right. They don't know. Right. That's not their life. They may right. be able. They may have been. They may have gone to a family reunion one time with somebody or whatever. But right. it doesn't mean that they understand the ins and outs and the nuts and bolts of that. And so then when they do try to make something that's about black people, whatever. Else, well, they go for the, the stereotype, right? Yeah. Or when they are right. casting, they go for the black person that looks most like them, yeah, right? Yes, yep. like, you know, all that kind of stuff, you know, ends up happening. I saw somebody post the other day about uh, Jordan Peele. You know, he's, I don't know if you saw, he had the ad, he posted the ad for his new movie that's mm-hmm. coming out in 2022. Uh, it's, the movie's called Nope, is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's got Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer and Stephen Yoon. Stephen Yoon, who's a brother that uh asian brother that's in the movie um minari that yeah. just came out too mm-hmm. long ago he's a great actor he played glenn on uh, uh walking dead, walking dead yep. steven you and so uh, you know great actor but anyway so they put those this you know this came out here oh. somebody posted you know jordan peele had you know he's half white he has a white wife <laughs> and he knows how to cast women of color who are not just the light skin shade. What's everybody else's excuse? And, you know, everybody was kind of co-signing that. This mm-hmm. was on Twitter. Because Twitter is the wild, wild world, right? Yeah. There was a part of me that read that and said to myself, so why does that mean he gets a hand clap? Because right. he has a white wife that is right. apparently seeming like she down. And right. yeah, and because he half white and he's cast Kiki Palmer and then he cast Lupita Nyong'o right, in a part. Right, right. Okay. So, I mean, I was thinking to myself, like, okay, how does that, Correlate, how, does, yeah. how does those, how does that equate? Right. How does him being half white, having a white wife, but casting darker skin? Why does, that, I mean, I don't get how that makes, and, and, and I'm not, and, and it's not the issue of, because I do think that, it, that we do need, that is my, I, that is a problem. Yeah. That's something we need to think right, about. Right. But I was trying to equate why does he get a hand clap right, right. for being able to do yeah, that, even right. though he has this kind of right, right. I couldn't make that connection. That <laughs> yeah. made no sense to me yeah. it, when it, she said that. It, 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 it was almost like what that person seemed like they were just doing was they, to the public eye, were reconfirming that he's black. Like, oh, yeah, you know what? He got a white wife and he's half, but he no, knows I, I, he knows how to put the people in the part, so he's black. But I don't think that's what she was doing. I don't think she was saying because he was black. I was think she was saying that he deserves some kind of, like right. that was like some great thing. thing that he no, had. but that's what I'm saying but, though. But not, it's just not like not as a reminder that he was black. No, I'm saying it qualified him more. No, no, I don't think that's not what you, she was doing. That's what I. That's what it sounded like to no, me. I don't think she was trying to qualify him as black. She was she was saying because she said if he is half black and he has a white wife, how is it that he you can do it? What's the what's the rest of y'all's problem? Is yeah. what she said, and right. it was almost like he because right, right. That, that somehow right. he deserves some kind of hand clap for that. And right. I'm going like, how does that make him? <laughs> how does that just because that's his life experience? Right. How is he somehow so much better for casting black, uh, darker black skin mm-hmm. sisters? How does yeah. I, 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 
understand how that connected. But yet and still, I think what it, I think what it did do to kind of go along your point, what it did do is that it kind of did this thing where it was easy to co-sign it. Yeah. It was one of those things that when you look at it on the surface, oh, I know that's right, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know that's yeah. right. Da, da, da. And he should, yeah. And it was like, but that's silly though. Yeah. To me, I thought it was silly. I, I just thought. No, I think it. I think it's silly too, because it's it's like he's not even the first one. I mean, exactly. My first ever experience, and I, I hate that they, because I didn't I didn't like the the Netflix one. But when I saw Spike Lee and I saw Nola Jones, oh Nola Darling, Nola Darling, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, why natural hair, everything. And this was, that was late 80s? What well, was 84? 80, exactly. 84, 80, well, 86? Yeah. And it so, late. it was 86. Which I should have probably been watching that movie. <laughs> I should have not been watching that movie. But at the same token, it was all, it, this was Spike was already doing it. Well, but, and, and the thing is that there's, there's been a, you know, a lot of people who've done it, whatever. I just, I just think just, it, it, it was just interesting. But I think it's also one of these things, too. That right now everybody is on that Jordan Peele tip. Everybody thinks everything Jordan Peele does is like, for example, that post that came out and everybody started kind of like trying to analyze it in this crazy, in this interesting, like turning it. It's just the poster. Like, man, people wrote about this. It's like, how are you getting all of this black philosophy, (laughs) (laughs) metaphor? Oh, nope is the blackest black. That's like the blackest title ever. Because nope. I mean, like, I was just, anyway. But I think it's one of those things, that's what happens on social media with us, right, is that, and, and I think this is the case too, when, when, when there has been so little representation, mm-hmm. the representation we do get, everybody's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. And it also works in the sense too, though, that, I mean, I think about something that, that, that you know, what happened with Lin-Manuel Miranda with uh, In the Heights, for example, where everybody got pissed because he didn't have any, you know, any, any darker skin, uh, Latinos or Afro Latinos in uh, uh, in, the, in the in the in the lead parts in that film, and it, it becomes this thing where that's the most Puerto Ricans I've seen <laughs> on TV all in the movies at one time doing all the parts, you know. At, and I'm going like, you know, and there were Afro Latinos in the movie. I mean, it was people of all different shades in the film. They just weren't, but people were like, oh, they weren't the lead parts, even though Corey Hawkins. Who uh, I believe I don't think is Afro Latino, but certainly may have been playing. I'm not sure what you know how that was going, but he was in the movie. And but but my thing was is that you know then he goes on this apology tour or whatever else, and, it, and because the thing is where there's no representation or there's been little representation, then when we do get it, there's this notion of this idea right that every that everybody's needs have to be met, and one film can't meet everybody's needs. One film, you know, he can't, you can't get everything in there, right? You know, and and, that because, and that's a burden yeah. for people of color, I think, that work in this field because, again, so many we've gone without so long, and there's and like I said, there hasn't been proper representation. That when we do get one, then we want it to, you know what I mean? We want right. it to, you know, everything. We want yeah. it to show everything, and 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 it, it, it's it's difficult. It's hard to do, which is why we need more. People making decisions. We, we we got another episode we're gonna have you on that I've already have it fit for you. We're not gonna get it into a deep deep here, but the the next episode it ain't even about movies. But it's, okay. it's yeah. Let me ask a question. Piggybacking off of the uh, 
excuse me, the uh, Jordan Peele comment about having a white wife and being half white, right? So it says, um, so why do you feel that um, the black community is always more upset with black male celebrities dating outside their race versus black women celebrities dating outside their race? Why do you think that is? Because black males do it the most. Mm Okay. Uh, so, I, would, I would argue they do it the most. Okay. I would also argue that it does appear that when the brothers get mm-hmm. a certain stature, get, get a certain stature of life, whatever else, right. that they do that, that we see them do that. Uh, I think that there's also, and, and you know, this, and I don't think it's the case really too that I don't think black women are sitting over there with their foot in hand. Right, right. I think sometimes it's the way that it comes. There, I've heard brothers say things mm-hmm. uh, negatively about black women mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to justify their the, reason for, for dating, dating outside yeah. their race mm-hmm. that I don't like. Right, right. Uh, bro, just say you like white women. <laughs> just say you like it, but but you ain't got to say right, what right. your sister is not. Not right. In right. order for you to be able, I, right. that, that to me is just you know you know take go somewhere with that. No, you know, right. Go somewhere with that. Yeah. No, I, I agree with uh, that. You know, I don't I don't like that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I have heard brothers say things like, you know, I, I know brothers that are married to white women, gay white women, who have said, you know, you like who you like. I didn't, you know, when I married so and so, I didn't go marry so and so thinking, oh, I'm gonna go out and look for this person. I, that's who I fell in love with. And when brothers, I've said this to brothers, I said, I would be inclined to believe you if 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 every time I saw you with a woman, she wasn't white. Right. <laughs> That's your preference. That's right. Don't try to, do you, it's yeah. really the case, so not to be cliche, but don't piss on my leg and tell me it's white, <laughs> Every time I see you, right. that's who you gravitate to. Right. That's your choice. Right. Now, you didn't just say, mm-hmm. you know, that ain't just who you fell in love with. Right. That is who you go after. Right. right, so that that's a, a distinct difference. I think there are some brothers who do prefer it. Right, they prefer white women, they prefer Hispanic women, right. whatever else. Uh, and yeah, it's not the kind of thing that I think a lot of brothers feel comfortable saying out loud. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and so what they do is that they try to. Well, a lot of times, I mean, some instances they try to blame it on the sisters. Like, oh, well, yeah. it's because sisters. Black women too hard to get along with. They right, always right. fussing. Right, right, right. You know, you know, it used to be. Right. You know, well, I remember back in the day, it used to be. You know, white white woman to suck it in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, that's how you find a sister to suck it in. Yeah, yeah. Try it. You know. Yeah. Like, no, nah, you can find a sister. No, you know, try again. Yeah. Try again. Yeah. You know. So it used so to be that, so we we spoke about this uh, before. Um, and part of it, it part of it for what from what I believe, um, especially when it comes to white women, is that um, it's deeply rooted, man. It's deeply rooted in, you know, slavery mm-hmm. being that the white woman was always the prized possession. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because she was off limits. Like yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of that has to do with it, too. So um, case in point, like you like we just said, like once they re- reach a, a certain level of celebrity, mm-hmm. it's like. Okay, now that I'm quote unquote made it, I need to go get me a white woman because that's the ultimate goal for a lot of black men. And, and you know, but 
and, and, and I think that, that, I mean, if we look at it from a, you know, kind of more sociological standpoint, mm-hmm. maybe we could look at it from that perspective. But I would think some of these brothers like white women. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 or, or, or yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. But largely white women. I think yeah. some of these brothers just like, they, they just, yeah, yeah. I think there are some brothers don't want to deal with no black women. Right, right. They, uh, and, and, I, and, I, and I do think it's a preference of what they think is yeah. pretty and what they, right. I even heard brothers say stuff like, you know, oh, the shit, she wear all that weave and all that. Mm-hmm. I want somebody natural. Mm-hmm. And I want women wear weave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, so yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, so I mean, I think, I just, like I said, I just don't think brothers feel comfortable saying, I prefer. Right. Yeah, right. You right. know, because you, yeah, you finna get it. You gonna get it. <laughs> you know, in some ways, I think rightfully so. But you know what my grandfather used to tell me? My dad's father, my, my papa used to say. I was gonna say our grandfather <laughs> did not tell you. He did not give you no they gave you no life lessons about drinking alcohol. My papa, but my dad, my grandfather, he said to me, he said, I know y'all come up for that y'all at that age where y'all and y'all in the time where y'all can date who y'all wanna date. Right, right, right. He said, But when y'all make that money get he said, Give that black woman some of that money because mm. she ain't never had none. Mm. This is what my grandfather told me. Wow. I have never forgotten that. Yeah, that's powerful. You know, that's, that's and, and and never forgotten it. Mm-hmm. And and so I mean I, ju- I just think that, you know, it, it it's almost to me also I, I mean I hate to be like this. I mean if it's a brother's preference, that's just their preference, you should be able to say it. But just know if you say it will come with that. Right. right. But 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 I would rather a brother say that than to try to down a sister yeah. to justify the fact that you know right. that's what he prefers. I, I had a homegirl. Right. I had a homegirl. We had a, a conversation about that, mm-hmm. and so she was gothic, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of gothic oh, okay. or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And she <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, brothers are just thugs and they're gangsters." I said, "But we're friends, and what, what, you what? you may have known like me, and this was like." early college I said you didn't know me in high school so you you didn't know that I was that way you know me as this way mm-hmm. you have a preference and because what you like more white guys probably like and brothers right, right. don't yeah. and you're you're and you and it's okay mm-hmm. but you don't have to talk about what brothers aren't because me yeah. and you are supposed to be friends we talk yeah we talk right. every day I agree. And neither, nor, nor do we talk about. I said, matter of fact, we talk about cartoons and anime and stuff like that. Right. I said so, but I'm not gothic. Right, right. And we like the same things. Right. I said you ain't never hit on me. I said, but you have a preference, and that's okay. But you don't have to put somebody down to build up your ideas of what you like. There's a great movie about this very topic. Uh, Barry Jenkins, uh, who did Moonlight, and. Uh, Underground Railroad on Amazon, and then he also did his Bill Street could talk. But his very first movie, uh, Medicine for Melancholy, with Wyatt Cynic and Tracy Higgins, uh, talks about, you know, it takes place, it's made in 2008, it's about this black guy has a one night stand with this sister, and they end up spending a day together. And, and, and the film uh, kind of talks about, like, if you are a black person, and you like things that are alternative to what black people are thought to like, hip hop, Mm-hmm. Whatever else, but like the brother in this movie, mm-hmm. you know, he wore you know vans and and he wore clothes from this uh, skateboard company called Rebel Eight, and you know he you know he liked you know kind of alternative music and whatever else, and and he met this you know that black woman that he had the one night stand with also liked the same things, right? And so, 
it, it became this discussion about like what you know what do you do like when you're a black person and living and they lived in San Francisco you're living in San Francisco that you know at the time that movie was made San Francisco was seven percent black mm-hmm. and you yeah. know there are not a lot of black people over there not a lot of black people that like what you like and so you do tend to gravitate towards the people uh, you 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 do you gravitate you know towards yeah. the people that you uh, uh, I'm sorry, I was going to look at this. No, but you gravitate towards the people that are in the crowd that yeah. you like, right? You know, if, if you uh, if you like this uh, kind of music or you like this kind of, you know, whatever, yeah. you know, this kind of music, this kind of crowd, this kind of, you know, this kind of, these kind of music artists, whatever, if you like that, uh, then the people who are in that crowd, those are the people who you're going to probably end up hooking up with. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Well, you're gonna hook up with that. I've, I've been thinking about this a lot, and and I love that a lot of black people are in film because it's showing black people in different lights. But in this company, I mean, in this 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 United States, we as black people have to learn too. We're not the same. Right. We're we're so different. Like we have to look at United States like the people in the continent of Africa look at. Senegal's nothing. Yeah, Senegal's nothing like Nigeria. It's nothing like Somalia. It's nothing like. But they're all different. Like, a case in point, right? We'll, we'll talk about you. You were different than a lot of black people maybe be around you. But you were in the same environment, same area, grew up, same same home style pretty much than a lot of people in the area, but you were different. And it, it, a credit to you to be strong enough to live in your difference because that helped other people. Like you were talking about when you go into the military. And you're reading <laughs> like plays, yeah. and then people, other people around you are reading plays yeah, yeah. that never read plays before. But it's because somebody just decided to be different, right? Yeah, or I mean, be themselves, right? Or be themselves, yeah. Right. Being themselves. Right. Black, is, you know, black is not blackness is not monolithic, right? It's right. Only one thing, <laughs> right? Right. And we do treat it that way. Yes, I mean, we I do. Think a, a lot of people treat it that. Yes. Way. Uh, but you can find black people that like everything. Like yes. say a black goth girl. I mean, you know, they exist. Right. For sure. Right. I mean, I've seen them. I've taught them. You right. Know, yeah. Uh, and and you know and, and and I think that's a really good point, right? I mean, because even in and growing up in Oak Cliff and being a reader and whatever else too, there were also ways too that the brothers in the neighborhood with us stuff kept me away from certain stuff because they knew or right. they felt like yeah. we going to college, right? Right. Do whatever else. Mm-hmm. You don't need to get into that, right? You know. And so there's a way that they protect you as much as they do try to toughen you. Right. Up right. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it is. It's so many, like you said, so many different ways to be black, and 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 I think that's the way that we as a culture sometimes kind of uh, kind of debilitate ourselves, right? Because we, we we give people, we give brothers and sisters a hard time, right? Because they like certain stuff, right? Or most they definitely, to certain stuff, yeah, uh, most definitely. Then they're like, oh lord, because I remember coming up, you know, he liked white music. Right, right. Because you listen to Madonna. Madonna yeah. Or <laughs> we ain't yeah. even talking about like you right. listen to like Slayer. And yeah, Ma- Ma- and Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. And, you know, and all that, yeah. Madonna. Yeah, yeah. Or Bill yeah. Collins. Right, right, right. Whatever they right. Do. He like white people. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you know, people used to say. Oh, yeah. Oh, he like Cindy Lauper. Yeah. Or he like yeah. you know, uh, he listened in the Journey and all that. Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. Sinead O'Connor. Uh-huh. He like white music. Yeah. Yeah. And people treat you like, man, don't nobody be in the car listening to him. Yeah. Man, don't nobody want to hear that white music. Yeah. And they would treat or whatever else. You know, yeah. it's like, and I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah. I still have an iPod, you know, but if you look at my iPod, I mean, it's so much stuff on there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everything from Loretta Lynn to, you know, yeah. NWA. Okay. Like, you I, get know, that, I get that same thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, and people will say things yeah. like that to you. You're like, Shit, I didn't think it was white, yeah. I was just thinking good music. Like good music. Good music. Yeah. Good music. Yeah. Some good storytelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've been turning out. Been turning out. Yeah. Some of us been doing it. Been doing it. Yes. Some of us been at it. Been doing it. Yes. It's like, yeah, some of these brothers. Yeah. And then I used to like try to. You know, hide it or turn it down or take it out. You know, let me. You know, I don't want nobody yeah. to think I'm listening. You know, because you know you be made to kind of. You don't want no. You don't want me to hide up. Yeah. You know, whatever else. But then after a while, I'm like, man, this is some shit. It's my fault. I like this, and you know, the brothers make you feel. You or they make you feel like you listening to Whitney Houston. Like, nigga, what are you listening to Whitney Houston for? Like, nigga, but on. you you brought this up too. <laughs> You brought this up too on the last episode yeah. that I love that you said too was that people always think of you as your degrees in black film. And the reality is your degrees in <laughs> film, film know, and yeah, media. Yeah. Like yeah, look, you I taught a Korean class? Was it a, no, like did you uh, teach a, uh, taught, about a I Korean movie? Korean films, right, like right, Swedish right. Films. I teach, you know, <laughs> I had a professor say it to me, my friend, the, the great Charles Ramirezberg, my like a mentor to me. I, I, Charles like taught me so 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 much about film mm-hmm. when I was at UP, and and was on my dissertation committee. And Charles said, "You don't just know black film, Mark." He says, "You know all film." Right, right. And I said, "He says you know film," and I was like, "That was so so important for mm-hmm. him to like say that because you know that is true. I think sometimes when, when you when you specialize in something." And you're black. People mm-hmm. think you just know the black part of it, right. you know. When in actuality, right, uh, man, please, I have to know all of that. Like, right, right. Yeah, you know, my colleagues, right, where I teach, they don't have to know any films by black, by black filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. They don't have to know that, right? <laughs> right. Whereas, you know, and and, and, and still be considered right. cinephile right. and the top of their craft. Right. But if I went there to teach and all I knew was black film, right. then somehow, right, I would not be as effective, right? So I have to know my culture, right. their culture, and other cultures right. as well, too, in order to be considered, yeah. right? Yeah. Just like you don't have to, and you know, you don't have to read, you, have, you don't have to read anything by a black author. Mm-hmm. Or an author of color to be considered well read in this country, right? Right, but tell somebody you haven't read Hemingway, <laughs> or you haven't read Faulkner, or you have you know, it, you know, right, so, right. And, and people will tell you, are they like, no, that's not the case, no, that is the case, right? It is, it absolutely it is, is the case, yes, you know, yeah. try as you might to say something else, <laughs> that is the case, Shit. yeah. <laughs> so, um, so why, why do you feel that, um, why do you feel that? "Quote unquote," speaking intelligently is associated with white, with you being white or your white or your or yeah, associated with whiteness versus mm-hmm. um, just being black. I don't know. I think it's a way that we as black people are, you know, have to you know code switch, right? That we can be one way, right, uh, amongst ourselves, correct. But then when we get around white people, like we need to, you know, clean that up. We need to carry things. Correct. We need to not use as many colloquial expressions. Right, right. To, you know, 
speak the proper English. Right, right. All right, that other right. kind of stuff. All right. Uh, and I think that there are, I, I, and, I, I, and I know exactly what it is, right, that people are trying to identify <laughs> as white. Like, you know, you know that brother who right, right. talks, right, and he has that, And I would argue, right, that in some respects that might be affected, right? Right, right. But people doing what they got to do. But then some people come from those environments, yes. and that's just yep. how they, they talk. They talk, yep. Right, and so... Yep. And and they blacker than all I know, right? Yes, that yes. Is, that's how, how they, they talk, talk right? Yeah. And people like, oh, this nigga think he white, yeah. right, right, and, right, and, and whatever. But then, but I think it's sometimes also too, you know, who you around, who you with, you know, whatever. I think sometimes we run into certain kinds of people mm-hmm. who carry themselves in a certain way. Right. They don't fool with no black folks, and we think <laughs> everybody that talk like that. So like, you know, whatever. Right, you know, right. But, but I do. I, I think that I, I really do think it has a lot to do with that way that we have to. But that's, a, that's another one of those things in the black community, though. It's like, why can't us as black people accept them for who they are? You know what I mean? Like, why is it so why is it just so hard for us to accept, like we was just saying earlier, something that's not, quote unquote, black or we well, as a whole, as a community, don't consider black. It's like because this person, like you said, I mean, he may uh, you grew up in Oak Cliff. This person may have grew up in whatever a suburb in Dallas is and. You guys may be at the same job and have the same career, whatever the case may be, but it doesn't make him any less black than you who grew up in Oak Cliff. Right, right. It's true. Yeah, I, I think it's just the case of, I think some people just, I mean, I, mean, I think black blackness gets made so many ways to, to take a backseat to ev- all the time, to everything, to everybody. You know, blackness is always under attack. Right, right, you know, and 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 I I think you know, and there's always a way, even when blackness seemingly is always under attack, but there's always a way that it's seemingly that in this culture that people reject blackness, right? Mm -hmm. That like if I'm, you know, when we when you have a choice between one or the other, blackness is what gets put to the side. Right or blackness is what get, is what's made to take a back seat, or right. when we want to eliminate something, we eliminate blackness. Right, right, right? right. That black is coded already in this country as everything that's evil and right. bad and impure and mm-hmm. and and less than good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so everything just seems to be, you know, in some ways trying to reject blackness. And so I think that there's this way that some black people are. Uh, I don't, know, I don't know. Maybe there's a defensiveness in some ways, mm-hmm. right? About mm-hmm. about that, and, and maybe there's a way that you see that, and and and, and maybe I think there may be individual cases where mm-hmm. maybe that person has made it clear that they don't want to have nothing to do with them mm-hmm. because they come from a certain, you know. Mm-hmm. I've seen that happen, right? You know that of black people who come from a certain social status, or right, right. else, and and they see other black people and they go, oh, well, they did, this right, thing. right, right. I've seen that happen. Yeah, yeah, most like, definitely. And, and they are, it's the same black. Right. Right. Just because you have a little bit more money or you have a little bit, you know, different kind of experience or whatever else. That doesn't mean, right, that somehow your blackness is better than that blackness. Right, right, right. right. Because, you know, if you were here and there and, and you go, you went to Yale or you went to Princeton or, or you or you went to this private school or you got to do this or whatever else. Right. It doesn't mean that. Right. 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 And so and I think sometimes people kind of run up against that. But like I say, again, there's just this way, right, where blackness has been. Uh, re- it's just re- blackness just gets like it just gets rejected in so many ways, mm-hmm. and I think that that 
a lot of times it's just this way of not wanting to be rejected, man. Not mm-hmm. wanting to be made to be the one to take, you know, to take yeah. the back seat. Because right. again, like I say, blackness is under attack in this in mm-hmm. this country. It always is. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I think about reading, you know, Toni Morrison and reading James Baldwin and, and them talking about how in some of their works, or James Baldwin's essays in particular, like Notes on a Native Son. Or, 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 or Toni Morrison's book, you know, Whiteness and Literary, uh, probably Playing in the Dark, uh, Whiteness and the Literary Imagination. I mean, I may have said this on your show before, I'm thinking I may have, but, but just to say again, that so many people learn immediately, immigrants, for example, to this country learn immediately that the black folks is who they don't want to be with, mm-hmm. right? And if you think about it, right, mm-hmm. black people have contentious relationships with every immigrant group there yep. is just about, yep. right? And it's because they learn automatically and immediately is that whiteness is what you aspire to. Mm-hmm. What white people are doing is what you connect yep. to. And the black folks are the ones that you don't want to be with. Yep. And it's almost like the way, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, it's this jockeying position that works. But I think we sometimes, right, mm-hmm. are yeah. in this position where we the lowest on the total. Right, right, right. The yeah. way we get vilified yeah. by everybody yeah. else because somebody has made the well, comment that the black folks are the ones that you don't want. Well, even even we do it. And I talked about it, um, and me and Dre talked about it, but I saw this brother was on a channel. He's like a YouTuber. You know, I'm not going to bring his name up. I'm not going to give him that kind of credit. But he was like, I've never experienced racism. And he's from Dallas. But he, I've never experienced racism before. And I, I got real mad at first, right? Because it made me at first, my first idea is you're discrediting all the ones that have experienced racism, and you're talking to an audience that doesn't look like you. And so they're there to agree. But I said, the the problem, but I had to realize this, not every black experience is the same. And I said, and then the, my reality is, is this, kudos to him if he's never experienced racism. It's not my job. The only thing I would be worried about is, is maybe he experienced racism and he didn't realize it, or he just accepted the joke that was talked about in his face, mm-hmm. you know? But as you said, it's, it's again we fight against our own community as well as everything else. But that's because that person is doing again. Yeah, yeah, he's rejecting that right and yeah. trying to align himself right with whiteness because again he's looking at it as like you said, like this is this good, you know, this is the right road to be on right, and I'm not going to be one of those black people right that talks about racism mm-hmm. and pulling the race card and that. And, and what the hell is that? Like, what well, race card? What is that? Right, right. I mean, look, you know, it is what it is, you know. And the thing is, is guess what, right? Yeah, you don't recognize or identify that still because ain't nobody following you around in the store thinking you still in nothing. Nobody, is, right, right. nobody thinks when you walk in the door that automatically we got to watch you because right. you might be or looking at your skin and already you nobody know your skin color your and your skin color coupled with your gender or whatever else has not been connected or automatically read as something that incites fear. Right. You don't have those kinds of issues. So hell no, you ain't pulling no right, right. race card. Because right. you don't have to. Right. The ra- the, 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 the ra- you are the race. That's, right. the, that, that's <laughs> right, right. the norm. Right. This is the norm in this right. culture. So hell no, they don't recognize none right. of that stuff. Right? They don't see any of that. But however, yeah. right, the rest of us live a different life here. Mm-hmm. We live a different existence. And you have some people, right, in their attempt, right, blindly to think, right, that they're not living that existence will right. try to say, oh, because I'm friends with these folks, right, and they don't treat me that way, 
or whatever. Okay, they don't treat you like that. I guess. Right? Yeah. Right. Somebody else. Yeah. Who don't know you from a hole in the wall? Well, they might. Right. I mean, how many instances have we heard of people, right, who had that very same type of mentality, and then they got reminded they were black? Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about Tiger Woods. Yeah. A lot of a lot of them. Compilation. Mm-hmm. Remember when he was talking all yeah. that stuff? Yep. And then as soon as he and as soon mm-hmm. as he did something wrong, mm-hmm. they kicked that brother when he was down. Yep. It's still, he ain't never been yep. able to recover from that. Nope. Tiger Woods has never nope. been looked at by white folks the same way he nope. did prior mm-hmm. to the Ambien cheating yep. so-and-so situation yep. that happened. Yep. They reminded him. O.J. Simpson. Yep. See, O.J. Simpson was one yeah. of the brothers. Yeah. 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 O.J. Simpson, if yeah. you look at uh, Ezra Edelman's documentary. The Juice. Have you seen that? Yeah. That's yeah. a really good documentary. And in that documentary, they talk about, oh, Jim Brown, nah, you told Kareem about Jules Jabbar, like, oh, right, that ain't got right. nothing to do with me. Right, right. And then all of a sudden, it was a high tech, it was a lynching. Right, right. He, 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 you thought he was being vilified, whatever, and then they put him on the cover of Time Magazine, the same juice right, they love, right. right? Darkened right. him up. Yep. Made him look blacker than he was. Yep. Uh-huh, we'll fix you. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. And Clarence right. Palmer, same thing. Yep. They came mm-hmm. after him, uh-huh. Yep. And then, like, then that beautiful thing that <laughs> Alice Walker told his wife, his old low down white Jenny <laughs> wrote that they were in People Magazine I'll never forget People Magazine and she wrote in that magazine said to them people I think Anita Hill wanted my husband <laughs> and the great Alice Walker Pulitzer Prize winning Alice Walker who wrote The Color Purple yes, yes. wrote a letter to People, to people Magazine I'll never forget it. I can find it I'll say it. <laughs> and said to her that's the same thing that the mistress used to say to the, about the slave owner when he was messing with the slaves. Right. Mm-hmm. You got to be out of your mind. Uh huh. Alice Walker let it. How did she clear it up? Take off. Clear that. <laughs> she cleared her. She said that's the same. That's the same right. thing. Right. The mistress used to say about the slave owner, about the about the slave when he right. used to sleep with the yeah. slaves. When, mm-hmm. when the master used to say that's right. the same thing. Don't come over to the bone at your hood. Right. Ridiculous. <laughs> I like what I get you stirred up, Mark. That's what I'm talking about. No, that's, that kind of stuff, but that's some yeah. this rejection. Yeah. Right. A black because the stuff that we you know we're dealing with in this country, right? And, and, and the stuff that we have to yeah, I mean yeah, I mean it's stuff that we yeah, we, we just gotta be for real, man. Yeah. That, we have hey, to be for real about hey. it. And everybody needs to be for real about yes. it. The thing is, there's that those of you out here that's waiting on the day mm-hmm. that it's that this is all gonna be done and this is all gonna be clear and we're gonna live a different life. Right. It ain't gonna happen in your lifetime. Mark, you, 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 you didn't hurt these me. people to die. Thinking about all when these older people die, racism be over. Some of the most racist people I've ever seen is a bunch of 20 year olds. Mm. Mm. <laughs> the ones that sit uh, in my class and mm. ask me as the professor with a PhD, don't I done forgot more than they know. Right. And they said they're gonna say to me, "How do I know? Question me, challenge me, tell mm-hmm. me I'm wrong in class." Mm-hmm. Bunch of twenty year old white boys. Oh man, you could you could uh, play Fortnite for a night <laughs> on live and find 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 what these kids yeah. are learning. That's what I'm saying, but, yeah. I mean, but, you, but they are the same. They don't, they don't have. They don't. Give a, they don't respect sure. that. No. Mm-hmm. They don't give a damn. But they, because it it really harkens back to what Malcolm X said a long time ago, mm-hmm. and, and I remind myself of this. 
I keep I keep this in the back of my head just to keep things in perspective. And Malcolm X say, "What did you call a black man with a PhD, nigga?" Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's yeah. some of my people don't care. Care less. I got a PhD. Mm-hmm. So man. Mm-hmm. So what? So. So. Yeah. You have to know where you stand in this life. No, you don't mean you take no shit out of it. <laughs> okay, but yeah. I'm just saying. But you, have, but you, but know what you're up against, and mm-hmm. know what the, you know, and know what the situation. You know what the situation is like. Right. You know what the situation is like. You know what the deal is. So. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> 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 Since we, we, we talked about movies, and I don't think we asked you even this mm-hmm. question. Because, um, yes, y'all can see he's very vast. Well, red. Well, well, very red. And I would say with a tinge of hood, but there's more than a tinge <laughs> of hood in them. But I don't think we, I don't think I asked you, but well, I think we did ask you. But, but not your favorite movie, but what was the first movie that made you say, ah. This is, there's something about this. That's special. Not your favorite movie, but just some, just the first movie that you realized or that you saw that, you know, opened your eyes to saying, I love film. Well, you know, I was, I've always loved TV and movies and stuff like that. Yeah. It started with television for me, I think. What was that, what was that show? And, 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 oh, man. I mean, it's, it's, so, it's so many to even name for me, right? I mean... Uh, you know, and of course, right, wasn't a lot of black folks on TV back mm-hmm. then, right? You know, so when I was coming up, I mean, I remember like being a little boy loving Charlie's Angels. It, Jacqueline Smith is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Still is my favorite. I Jacqueline Smith. Uh, hey, hold yeah. up. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, uh-huh. not to throw you off, uh-huh. but remember that year we all got Jacqueline Smith socks from Grandma? Little glittery socks. But, uh, oh, shit, they was glittery. But anyway, back in his face. But you know what? This is something. So I'm, I'm, I'm working on uh, this book on John Singleton. And, you know, I think really for me, in terms of what really made me think about p- film as a possibility, right, was Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, one of the things I say in, in, in my book that I wrote is that Spike Lee said, it could be done. Hmm. John Singleton said to me, but this is how you do it. Mm-hmm. That, that, that Spike Lee said, as a black man, you can have a career making movies. You can be behind this mm-hmm. camera. You can be in control. Mm-hmm. You can tell these stories. Whatever. But John Singleton said to me, you can tell stories, though, about people who look like you mm-hmm. and that live where you live. Mm-hmm. Because I because I immersed myself in everything Spike Lee did, and then John came along, and John just he was he was he was he was a year or two older than me, you know he he looked like I did, he liked what I I mean roughly liked what I like. I mean John Singleton was in the video games, comic books and stuff too, but you know but but he liked what I like, and 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 you know he 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 was a writer, and, and that's what I was trained as, as you know wanting to wanting I've always wanted to write and stuff. And really what did it for me, it was, it was this culmination when I was younger of television, but then reading books, right? Third grade, 
I mean, I'd always read. I've been reading since I was three, but when I was in third grade and my librarian, Miss Richards, handed me a copy of, of uh, Ramona the Pest by Beverly Cleary. Changed my life, man. It changed me. Hmm. I mean, just all of a sudden, this world got opened up to me, man. The television was like, that got opened up to me, too. And then later on in my life, I, I come along there's Spike Lee. And then I remember when Boys in the Hood came out, man. I saw my friends, Treese and Nicole, took me to see it. And I remember like being in tears at the end of it. And again, I got into Cube and all this stuff just happened to me, man. Mm-hmm. And I was renting, when Boys in the Hood came on, this is when, when Blockbuster was in effect, man. And I was renting, I was renting Boys in the Hood like every two or three days. Like literally I was going to, to the video store. Just, and my mama said, <laughs> my mama said, uh, boy, give me some money. And she went to Blockbuster and bought me, you know, when they have like, extra copies and they sell the yeah. She bought me one and she said, because it don't make no sense. She, <laughs> she didn't buy me one. She said, give me some money. And she went and got one. <laughs> but, 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 you know, but, but, but that, that was the moment, though, that I realized between Spike and then John, in particular, John said, and I remember, man, you know, back to what we were talking about before about who we are as black people and trying to hire us. I remember being told, I remember, I remember going to a conference. Society of Cinema and Media Studies Conference. I'm a member of, the, of that group. And uh, being told by some of the black professors there when they found out I was writing my dissertation on John Singleton. And they said, you know, I was, they found out I was writing about Baby Boy in particular. Mm-hmm. And I wrote about Boys in the Hood, Poetic Justice, and Baby Boy. Hood really. And they said to me, do you really think that that's a movie that really presents our people in the best way? Hmm. Does that movie present our people mm-hmm, in the best way? Mm-hmm. And I'm like thinking, you know, thinking like, and immediately thinking, oh shit, I'm writing this ghetto ass dissertation. <laughs> like I'm thinking about stuff like right, that. Right, you right. know, and even prior to that, I, 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 I tried not to do it. I tried to write my dissertation on another filmmaker I love, John Sales, and kind of talking about how he portrays black people in his films because he's like one of the most self reflective white filmmakers I've ever. I mean, he's so like, mm-hmm. like you want to talk about somebody that understands culture and puts, you know, John Sales is the man. And so, uh, but yeah, but then I was, and then, and then I, I, my, my dissertation chair, Craig said to me something, oh, Craig, I'm sorry, I didn't mean put your name out there, but he did tell me this. Shout out to Craig. <laughs> what bad, I mean, but I just, yeah. I don't know if he won't know about it here, but, but, but he said to me, he said, you know, and I told him, I said, you know, Craig, I said, I'm really contemplating. I want to write about John Singleton. I said, but I think I better write about John Sales. I better do something else uh, about the Oscars. I was coming. I was just doing all this mm-hmm. stuff, trying to fight the John Singleton thing. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. do. It. Even though I know what John meant to yeah. me. I mean, I mm-hmm. told you, I mean, John means everything to me, man. And I was like trying. I know I'm not gonna do. And Craig told me, <laughs> no matter what you do your dissertation on, you still gonna be the black scholar that do this. Right. Hmm. Facts. He said, no matter what you write about, <laughs> he said, if you wrote about John Sales, he gonna be, he, oh, he's the black scholar that writes about John Sales' movie. Right, right. It, oh, he's the black scholar that does that. He said, no matter what you write about, he said, so, write about what you want to write about. Right. Is, is my, uh, my our brother's Caucasian? Craig? Yeah. No, Craig? His yeah. name Craig. <laughs> but his name is Samuel Craig. So oh, that's it. That's it. But he go by Craig. I'm just saying, that made him darker. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, 
on the cover of his books, it's S. Craig Watkins. That's what it really Yeah, is. you made him darker. You said Craig. Craig. I was just asking, but you know, when you said Samuel Craig, so what? Well, why did you say Samuel Craig? Craig, Craig from Oak Cliff, too. So, uh, that's what's up. But, uh, but he, went to, he got his PhD from uh, Michigan, so he, he, he's a Wolverine. But, uh, but yeah, but, but Craig come, he's smart no matter what you write about. You're going to yeah. be the black, black scholar or the black scholar that mm-hmm. writes about this. Mm-hmm. And so I said, oh, shit. Well, and so I wrote about it, and I, that, that's when I embraced that. But see, I was doing the same thing that we were talking about. I was trying not to do right, it right. because I didn't want to look too black. Black, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, I, I, I used to often do that a lot too, man. Just the right word ain't dumb myself down, but um, just not try to be, like you said, um, black and try to ease the, the crowd, the, the, the audience, you know. Right, right, exactly, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, literally. I was trying to Right, no, it, yeah, it used to be like that, man, but nah. <laughs> Not no more. Fuck that. that. Craig said, "Look, man. <laughs> yeah. No matter what you write about, yeah. you gonna be the black scholar." Yeah. yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's right. And I said, "Oh, well, then hell, John Singleton did." Right. Which is what I wanted to write about yeah, anyway. anyway. Yeah. Yep. I have. I learned that lesson mm-hmm. early. You know, because I would get into these groups that would be like, you know, I'd go to my black neighborhood, but then you get outside these groups and have experiences, and then you're the only black person. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I would almost get mad. Why they ask questions? Why did when well, you're an alien? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? But no, they've been living there. Like, we live right here with them. Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah and you're an alien because they've only heard about you or seen about you on TV or what they've been told. Mm-hmm. Like, at my first experience of being in a full white group, I was at a church camp. Mm-hmm. And I went to this church camp and, like, every sport, Every sport, they was like, I know you can dance, so we want you to dance. It's like, and they were so disappointed when I couldn't play basketball. They were like, oh, my gosh, we were going to pick you. But then we had the running events, and I was like, oh, he's back in our, he's in our good graces. We're going to win the relay. <laughs> but, you know, but then I had to, but, yeah. But, yeah, but then I wanted to be so offended, but then I was like, I'm not here to teach them about like black, black right. life and, and culture, which is like, what we get caught up doing a lot. And I said, is your friend, white yeah. And I said, yes. the 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 better thing, I'd rather them ask me than talking behind my back. No, hell no, don't ask me. They can just talk about me. I'm at that age now. Well, but this age is different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but but I remember going out of my way at points and yeah, trying not to. Identified with stuff that was like, oh, I don't want, oh, I like this, you know, you right, know, try right. not to, because again, the message that was being sent, right, right. right, was if you want to get somewhere, if you want to get ahead in this life, right, you have to, you know, yeah. but let me tell you something, like, and here's the thing, right, I always was aware about my blackness, I mean, my mama told me a long time ago, you don't expect nothing from white folks, mm-hmm. If you get something from them, you're doing good because you don't expect nothing from them anyway. And I told some white friends of mine, my mama told me that, and they, oh, that's terrible. I said, no, it wasn't terrible. That was preparation. That, that was truth. That was preparation. I said, you don't understand. Yeah. I say, how that advice to this day, and I'm 50, still, I have to check. I said, you know, wait, God, mama said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it helps you put that stuff in perspective. It helps you to put that stuff into perspective yeah. because... 
when you start going around here thinking about what you posted, what what I'm posted, what I'm put, get, okay, yeah, you're supposed to, whatever, but you're not there. You just gonna be a struggle right. sometimes, depending on who you go up against. Yeah. Right, and you know, and, and we can talk all this shit. Look, let me tell you something. Hey, now I'm on us sitting up at this table talking about Cowtown down and over. That is right. not what we talking no, about. No, not at all. I got down. No, yeah. I'd be not at all. If I, I, look, but I am saying I ain't no fool. No, yeah. And I am saying that I know what, 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 I know my environment, I know my surroundings. I know, okay, let me learn how to best equip myself right. in this situation because I ain't gonna fool with them. Well, that's the thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. ain't gonna fool with them. That's the thing that, that we've done too. And then I've learned from other races when you get to be yourself or you unapologetically be yourself. It, it it's a change yeah. like i mean in my life so you know growing up my parents wasn't paying for us to go to no babysitter school so you 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 went to whoever house and all of our my babysitter's time was in spanish right so i learned some i was mostly speaking spanish at a young age right well when you go to school they teach that out of you mm-hmm. but now People are getting paid to be bilingual because people decided just to be unequivocally who they were. Mm-hmm. And instead of saying, "Don't, well, I don't want to offend anybody," this is who we are. Right. And we have to take that same thing. This is who we are. Well, like also way too. I think yeah. about like I mean, there's this movie HBO did called Walkout, uh, hmm. where uh, where uh, in the seventies, right, and these people kind of immigrated from Mexico into California and places like that, and they would. Literally paddle those students yeah. to speak yep. Spanish and yeah. stuff like yep. that, and other Hispanic teachers. Like, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. again, the goal was right. We brought you here yeah. to yeah. assimilate, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. We brought you here to emulate right whiteness, not to come here. But we trying to give you a better shot and a better chance here. And I think the thing is, is that yeah, it, you know, when we look at it now, we go like, oh, that's fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. But at the time. That was a survival mechanism. Right, yeah, they yeah. were doing things yeah, right yeah. to try to yeah. figure out ways like, hey, this is because you can best make it mm-hmm. in this in this country because these people are gonna do that. You know, right. and it's always us, right, in this situation, adjusting ourselves yeah. to, to to accommodate them, right? Yeah. So I mean it's one of the things that, that uh in that movie in Medicine for Bellicolly, Barry Jenkins' film, the character talks about interracial relationships. I mean, you mentioned that before. Right. And he had made the comment, he says, You don't ever see like a, a, a Asian chick, an Asian girl with an Indian dude or anything like that. He says, always one of us hanging on to one of them. And it's true. And it's always one of us trying to figure out some way to accommodate ourselves or to kind of work ourselves where we can be, be one of them. pleasing yeah, to, them. to them. Yep. And out for that. Yeah. And that's, it, that, that's one of those things that, um, it's it's sickening when it comes to the black community and shit like but we will say well we'll, it's like we can never just give one of ours credit and just do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like your whole 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 jay-z sean carter it's a billionaire right Mm -hmm. we ain't got bill gates money like what like what like like why like like why can't (laughs) (laughs) right but it's like why why can't like why you know what I mean? And it is so annoying that we 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 as black people equate greatness to whiteness, and we do it. We do it all the time. We do it subconsciously. We just do it all the time. 
And it's like, no, man, that that ain't that ain't it. That's we not the way. We used to shout Trump out until he became president. Exactly, exactly. He was, yeah. But he was with Mike Tyson. He was with Russell Simmons, uh, Mike Tyson, Puffy, <laughs> Puffy. Oh, everybody. He was everybody. But we used to say we get that yep, Trump. Yep, yep. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be like Trump. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Trump yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, yeah. It's Damn. crazy, man. They just, they just be, it yeah. Just, it's, it's, it's this way, I guess. I don't know, man. It is, it, it, you know, it is. I'm, I, I'm how Jamie Foxx. I ain't gonna say it's crab in the bucket. I'm gonna just say it's crab in the bucket ish. <laughs> right, right. It, 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 it's, it is this way. Like, yeah, like, yeah. But again, it's, it's almost like it can't be. Like it, 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 shit. <laughs> yeah, it can't be one. It, can't, it can only be one. Yeah, man. I don't. Yeah, I just. But I do. But I, I will. I will say this too, though. There is this way too that even you know I, I feel that as a professor, mm-hmm. you know, or somebody like there's certain things. There's certain black people. There's a certain. I'm in this. Well, okay, but I don't want to call nobody. Like there are certain situations amongst other black professors. I was gonna ask you this because I was gonna point towards it was it's moving to hear that your relationship with Craig because this is two brothers in that academia spot that are hey yeah. we're building each well, other he up. Was my chair. I mean, he guided me through the whole you know he guided me through the PhD process and 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 whatever. But but I was gonna say more like too that when you become like when you when you get out in oh, when you get out in the field. And you do search. So what I'm what I'm saying is what happens though is is that there have been ways that I've seen like there are some black people amongst you that will lift you up, mm-hmm. that will support you, that will help you guys, and then there were others that they'll friend you on Facebook. And yeah. Never like nothing good you do, and you can yep. you can say I I, I there are, there are professors <laughs> on Facebook I am friends with that I have uh, uh, congratulated on their book. Right. I have like said things about their children, whatever else. And uh, like I'll post something I'm doing, like the boys in the hood talk I'm doing or whatever else. Nothing. Nothing. Yep. Nothing. Yep. Like I don't even exist. And then I have turned around and seen them champion yep. up white professors and yep. how great they are and yep. how wonderful they are. And, it's crazy. and I know they don't probably know me as well as they know me, but, but damn what we as black people yeah. you can't say yeah. like chair something. Do. Damn, I don't know you that well, but when your book came out, right, I'm right. gonna say, hey, right, yeah. Nice. I'm gonna buy your shit. Yeah. Don't do what you know, and they don't even. I mean, they. I have seen they will cape for white professors, or they'll cape for the black folks. They know what. But if you ain't in their crowd, or they. Mm -hmm. It's like that every time, man. Yeah. Straight clickish. Yeah, yeah. That's another one of our problems too, man. Yep. Clickish. Yeah. You know, like I said, I got a set of black folks that did everything I do. Boom, boom, boom. Yep. My oh, I don't want to call no names, but my girl, my mentor, my mentor, Doctor Best, man. Shout out to you, Doctor Best. Best. Dr. Best. Yes, oh Dr. Best. You're a real one. My, my, my friend, Doctor Burton. I ain't gonna call that, but shit, man, all everything I do, sisters, man. Let me tell you, dog. Black women yeah. have been good to me. Yep, I just said the same thing on let the me, last. I, look, yes, yes. Let me tell you something. Yes. All day long, I yes. will sing the praises of black women. Yeah. Black women have been good to mm-hmm. me, and they have been good to me in the, in, in in this business. In, in academia that I'm in this business that's academia they have been good mm-hmm. to me I will say this just in general too that we that white women have been good to me mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the business whatever but sisters have really 
Right. Lifted, yeah. They, bought, they, they, they yeah. symboled me. Yeah. Like, on the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. they Lion King me out yeah. to the sun. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I have, like, sisters have really, really, and that's why I will forever, like, ride mm-hmm. for black women. Mm-hmm. I don't like, you know. Absolutely. But it's just. It's funny that you said. To say, yeah, but there are others, man, that there are other people, that other black folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't come for you like that. They don't take for you. That's funny that you said that that piece about white women too, because we we talked about that too. It's like you know, a lot of black people got to where they got because some white person, yeah, yeah, said, "Hey, I'm gonna give you a shot," and it wasn't like even like you know, like I'm gonna do it because I feel guilty about slavery. It wasn't because of that. Because that's why I told you, Mama said, if they do anything for you, they ain't gotta do nothing for you, right? Yeah. If white, if they do, they genuinely yeah. see something in you, they yeah. like yep. it because they don't have to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. They don't got to do it. Yeah, absolutely. They, they ain't got to do it. Mm-hmm. It's just like I'm talking about the blind side. Y'all ain't with the blind mm-hmm. side. Mm-hmm. Everybody talking about, oh, she did. I'm saying, if you think at one time, if that boy was living in her house and that brother wasn't doing what they wanted him to do, right. he'd have been out of that. Right. Yeah. yeah. He'd have been out of that. Right. They did for him. She did that. She might have done it. To be the, the, on TV, or right, 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 right. she may she may have, but right, she could have also oh, yeah. let him stay yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you yeah. Know, you know, I mean, so it is. I mean, you know, it's good and bad in everybody. Right. Yeah, good and bad in every situation. I cannot sit. Look, I cannot sit here. Um, behind this mic, say what you want to do. I cannot sit here and say all white folks are bad. Oh, no, because no, you're that's a lie. The teacher from Navarro. Oh, absolutely, mm-hmm. and more so. Yeah, I, yeah. I did some. I did some Mark research. I can't. I can't. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. not at all. Just like I can't sit here and say every black person mm-hmm. I done come into this show been good to me. That's right, a lie. Right. That's right. a lie. <laughs> that's yeah, for that's sure. I just got through telling you. That's not I shouldn't. Everybody, it, it, like, everybody, I gave him this lemon ginger and he's fired up. I shouldn't have done it. I shouldn't have done it. Yeah. But don't but don't be no fool. Yeah, yeah, nah. Yeah. Don't be no fool. Yeah. You're right. And because you ain't angry, I ain't sitting here and say all that. Oh, you know, you, you, you no, know, no, I can't do that. Yeah. Because yeah. They they crazy everywhere. Yeah. But, Absolutely. But but don't be no fool. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I mean, Dre, you looking at your notes there? You got something you wanted to say? Hold on, hold on, man. Dre, Dre, Dre. See, here's the thing: when Dre know you gonna be on, Dre's got notes and stuff. Usually, we're just chilling, we're just surviving. Dre's when Dre know you on, he got his notes. He said, "Hold on, let me. I got some more questions." Yeah, no, man. Um, nah, I think I pretty much said said. You still owe me two movies, by the way. I know. I can't hey, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you a quick. I mean, it probably won't be quick, but mm-hmm. it's a real. It's something that um has been brought up over the last couple of uh, of months, um, like real heavy on social media, man. So let me ask you this, man. Um, where's that? Where's that? Okay. Why are we so drawn to Christianity, given its role in slavery? Oh. <laughs> You're the perfect person for me to ask oh this question. Oh, uh, I mean, God, oh jeez, man. <laughs> Why are we so drunk? I, you know, I, I, to be honest with you, I, I, I don't have 100% like the knowledge base to talk about correct, correct. deeply. You correct, know, correct. Uh, correct. 
But, uh, but I will. I do know, right, that you know, in terms of you know how religion was brought to us in this country, of slavery and, and what have you, and uh, in, in the way it was interpreted to us, correct, and the fact that it was interpreted a certain way, correct, right, in order to keep, in fact, justify enslaving us, correct, right, uh, and certainly right using Noah's sons Ham and, and mm-hmm. the, the Ham is the darkest mm-hmm. son. And, you know, this is the mm-hmm. one who's, you know, kind of the outcast. Oh, right, 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 right. So I, I do, you know, I, I did that part or whatever else. Uh, yeah, man, you know, I, I think the our, our draw to Christianity has so much to do with our experiences with it, trying to, uh, I mean, this way that we utilized it to um, kind of assuage some of this kind of terrible stuff that was happening to us during slavery. Correct. And during the civil rights movement, mm-hmm. and during Jim Crow, and during all these other situations where those things happen, right. and that this notion of the idea, right, that there has to be right a life after this that's better than this, right, 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 right. And so th- that this kind of gravitation towards Christianity and the afterlife, and, and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, uh, you know, in the next life things are going to be so much better is mm-hmm. because things in some ways have been so bad for us here. Right, yeah. right, and so I think that has a lot to do with why, you know, there's this gravitation toward Christianity with mm-hmm. black people. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, certainly, right, there are ways, right, in terms of, you know, elements of Christianity and African culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, 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 it's a lot more complex, I think, than just saying, yeah. right, that, oh, slave, you know, the white man's religion, right? Yeah. I think it's a lot more complex and a lot mm-hmm. deeper than that. Well, I, I tell uh, people, man, how can it be their religion if it ain't from their region? Right, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. But I mean, but I think with, when we say the but, white man's religion, I think it's yeah. the way that it was interpreted to us, correct, in order to maintain, you know, in correct. order to enslave, yeah. keep us enslaved, enslaved yeah, right. and to keep us fearful, right, yeah. exactly. And that's that's a that's the thing I point to is is like, I I don't blame the Bible for them omitting stuff. Mm-hmm. They omitted stuff because they knew like this is empowerment to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's the, yeah. well, and I, well, it's also too right. I mean. They omitted stuff right in the way they told us because they didn't allow us to be able to read. Correct. And because if we were to read, I mean, it's the anything, right? I mean, that doesn't, that's, that's not even slavery. Right. Yeah. Anytime you want to keep a group of people in control, you keep them uneducated and Correct. illiterate Correct. And, un- and, and uninformed Correct. or ill informed. Yeah. Right. Uh, and so and that's the best way to control people. Right, and so that's what they did because once we were starting to read and we read that Bible ourselves, wait a minute, it don't say that, you know, <laughs> it'll be upright, right, 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 right. So a lot of it was done, you know, yeah. it, it happens that way, right? For sure, but then more other religions, whether it be voodoo, you know, which is a religion, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of, yeah, all those other kind of things, right, that would be a practice, and were also stripped from black people in certain regions as well, too, because they feared those religions. Like, oh, they're trying to use them to get back at us. But they, you know, I mean, think about like voodoo, like the way that we see voodoo in our culture right now is stuff we got from the movies. Yeah. The white people did that. That is not what voodoo is. No. And I just taught it these by you, so that's like I'm able to talk about mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's that all of those, th- I mean, and I think that has a lot to do. I mean, I also think, too, uh, as well, this is why we see a lot of people uh, moving away from Christianity. I've never heard so many people say that a black say yeah. that they don't believe in God. I've heard more of that now yeah. than I've ever heard in my lifetime. Not people, I mean, people legit like saying right. it out yeah. loud. Right. Yeah. I've never heard, like, you know, I remember even being taken aback a little bit, speaking of boys in the hood, 
it, it, when, when, when Doughboy said that, ain't no God. I mean, like, why is this a God? How come you be letting motherfuckers get smoked every night? Right, you know? right, right. Like, you know, and all that other shit. You know, right, right. and I, that was like the first time yeah, I yeah. had really kind of heard, like, you know, these instances where I was starting, where I started hearing more and more brothers in particular, right, kind of equate the lack of there being a God to what was happening in the streets, right? right, right? right, right. Uh, totally right, not thinking about things like right. free will, mm-hmm. not thinking about, you know, but nonetheless still saying, you know, hey, like that God is supposed to stop all these bad things from happening when in actuality, right? That's never been taught. It's never been said, right? Yeah. <laughs> teaching, right, that God was going to stop that. The Bible is full of bad shit. Yeah. That happened, right? Mm-hmm. That God allowed ha- to happen to make a point, to prove mm-hmm. a point, to yeah. test, to you know, uh, uh, you know, to strengthen people's beliefs, whatever, you know, all of those things that happened. But still, like, but yeah, but more and more. Great, good question, like, good question. And back it up as somebody that's a reader, and taking the whole religion aspect of it. What do you think about the Bible as a book? Oh, uh, the Bible is literature. Yeah. Oh, it's a wonderful story. I mean, as literature, I mean, look, why would you not want to read it? It's full of everything. It's got sex, violence, intrigue. It's, got, you know, debauchery. It's got <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It's got, it's got everything in it. When I found God, uh-huh. that was the one thing that held me was uh-huh. I knew people that were like this. Yeah. I knew people like yeah. in our family. That, that remind me of the Bible. I knew people that lived on my street. Mm-hmm. I looked, I said, oh. Mm-hmm. I said, so Jesus is related to this woman that's a hoe. Okay, I can dig that. Yeah, well, yeah. When people talk to you about that, I mean, I think about the way that we Christianity was brought to us as children. It was mostly put in the form of scripture, yeah. right? Not the stories. Yeah. It was mostly scripture. And then if it wasn't scripture, then this God who we had been taught was all loving, benevolent, was used to scare the shit out of us with Yeah. Right, everything I got, I smite you. God, he don't take me. If you, my grandmother told me when I was coming up, I said, "She, it's good you want to learn about the Bible, but unless you accept Jesus in your life, you're going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not baptized, you're going to hell." Well, I mean, I got baptized out of fear, right, not right. out of right, yeah, belief. Right. I was scared. Right, right. Shit. Like, I don't want to go to hell. Right. Right, so right. let me get dunked in this water. Right. You know, be you, like, don't you be hating on my grandmother. She knew, she knew better than all. Grandmother scared me. She, grandmother was like, "Oh, you unless you get baptized, you're going to hell." Well, they know how. They know how I feel about her on this award-winning show. That ain't that ain't my nigga. She's my grandmother. But it did. I mean, but that's kind of how he was. You know, he was brought to us. But as a book. Right when you get into the story part of it, it's like, oh, shoot, you know, and some of those scriptures are moving to me, man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can, there are things I read in the Bible, I was like, oh my god, like, damn, like, that's like yeah. deep, you know, that's yeah. like. Well, somebody, somebody tried to challenge me on that, and they were just like, how can you read a book that was written by man? I said, every book has been every written, book written by, by man. man. Mm-hmm. And it's all edited, and it don't got, I said, every book every that's book ever been wrote has been edited. Every one of them. <laughs> if they ain't got no editing, then it ain't good. Mm-hmm. I, I use you as a reference, by the way, as oh, I was proving I, this, this point to this young lady. Oh, because she was, you know, because I told her I used to be on the Pan-African yeah ism at one time but i found christianity and i said there's nothing wrong with that i was like what's the here's the problem i said why as a black person i have to identify with pan-africism 
and I can I can still be Christian. You're black. You're black. You're black the way you want to be black, and that's okay. Look, let me tell you. This is my hope pattern. Boy, when Malcolm X came out, and I got all in the, but I got 21, and I read the, I read the autobiography of Malcolm X first. My father, when I read that, nigga, my whole goal in life was to be more like Malcolm. You got with eating pork. I, 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 everything. I, oh, look. Then I knew this brother I used to work with when I got into college, Michael. Never forget Mike. Mike was a Muslim, and Mike was like, one time day he read this book, Man of Steel and Woman of Velvet, or something that book was called. I went bought that book, and, he, and I was trying my best. Oh, dude, look here. And then my friend Deshaun, her daddy told me one time I was over at their house, and they had dinner, and they was going to say, oh, excuse me, I don't eat pork. You know, I'm trying to be more like Malcolm. He said, Malcolm, it's a dick. <laughs> and Mr. Roberts, <laughs> Mr. Roberts, say, that's David. Uh, I said, that's but I mean, but my whole thing, but even though I wasn't 100% immersed as a Muslim, there were things from that religion that I took and used. Yeah. As much as like there are things from Christianity that I take and use, and I'm a believer. But I think that there are things that we can take from religion. I don't think we. I don't think it has to be all or nothing. I, yeah. I don't. Right. I've, I've learned from all of those, from yeah. from from voodoo to Africa. I mean, look, I can't say somebody's foolish for talking to ancestors when there's times I, I catch myself calling out and talking to my mom. Absolutely, who is an ancestor? You know what I mean. So I can't. I can't say that. That's right. And. You know, just like you, Malcolm X was one of the guys I patterned some of my life after. So I can't say his principles and what he believed in and his theology of, of life is ignorant or wrong. Right. When I look at this man, it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. But I think we can put him in the Buddha yeah. teach you how to sit down somewhere. Yeah, right. To, to take a load off. Right. <laughs> Relax your mind. Yeah. You know how many uh, uh, blacks are really Buddhists? Talk ass about work. They want to take a load off. <laughs> A lot of y'all Buddhists don't even know. I don't think it has to be all of that. Yeah. Because here's the thing, right? All roads lead to God. Uh, there you go. Yeah. All paths lead to God. There you go. All paths lead to God. And and if that means no pork and prayer, or it means that's what I'm saying. Look, I like I believe that Muslim is because you know how I feel about bacon. So I believe that anybody can just say sayonara to bacon. You got some strength. That's the strength. <laughs> yeah, I said, hey brother, yeah. I got nothing but respect. I said, I said, I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be more like Malcolm. Mr. Roman say, Malcolm is the Hey, that's all fine and good. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> you, well, I'll eat your double chop, then. Yeah, <laughs> that was so funny. I yeah, that's but I mean, that that encompasses back to what we were saying, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, even earlier, it's just like we can't, we won't let each other be the black that we want to be. We got to be the black that's yeah. familiar. Yeah, right, like right. I said, I want these brothers with their chest saying they don't believe in God. Well, I, you know, that's between them. Right, right. And, what, and here's how I feel about God and believing in God and what people say about them. Here's my thought on that. Like I tell people all the time, that's why I tell you what. Because if be, oh, you believe in God, so let, me, let, me, let, me, let me say it to you this way. It, let's say I spent my whole life, as I'm doing, believing in God. Mm-hmm. And let's say I die 
and I get to where I'm going and ain't no God. I ain't lost nothing. Right. True. I say, but <laughs> you spend all your time not believing in God and we get to where we're going and that is God. You done lost everything. Yeah. Yeah. I ain't lost nothing believing yeah. They said, "All somebody gonna do is listen." Well, you wasted your time believing that, didn't you? Know, you wasted. That was a waste of time, wasn't it? But if I get there and yeah. that's all it is, I'm gonna be like, "Woo!" Yeah. Ah, ah. Hey, uh, I, I had to break it down to. I, I don't know why lately I've been getting in these little discussions with these young ladies. Uh, these <laughs> they always trying to change me. <laughs> but I had to get into a discussion with. I said, "You do not have the obligation to change my hope pattern when you weren't there to heal my hurt." Hmm. Ooh, that's that's healing. That ain't God. I yeah. mean, that's God. But it is. <laughs> yeah, I said. So you you don't have that right. You don't have no right to tell somebody how they gonna heal. What works for you works for you. That's right. But as for me in my house, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop being your friend because you if you want to pray the crickets and you ain't killing nobody. Hey man, fantastic. Do that's what right. will make you happy. But oh, as for me in my house. My house. <laughs> Now, how about that? That boy started speaking that some of a salama sandwich, huh? I hear you. Talking in the finger food tongues. No, 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 no. See, I know Dre's checked out. That's Dre's wheels are turning. Hey, no, I don't I'm know if he's about to ask a question or no, he just didn't talk. No, 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 So, anyway. <laughs> I told you so. <laughs> oh, let me see. I told you he had something because Dre, Dre, Dre's a sniper. Hey, man. So, um, let me see, let me see, let me see. He's trying to figure out how he's going to say this. I got you. I'll get you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So this 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 last question I'm gonna ask you, man. I'm gonna close it out, man. Um, what's the difference between bad hair and good hair in the black community? Oh my gosh, the difference between <laughs> bad hair and good hair. Uh, I, who is it? I have a friend. Uh, ain't no such thing as bad hair. It's all go. good hair. There you go. It's all good hair. There you go. Uh, you know, look. So okay. I, I have the hair texture that everybody like says is good hair. quote unquote good, good hair. hair. Right. Let me tell you, uh, that hair is work. <laughs> yes, uh, it's, that's high maintenance hair. It don't lay the way you want it to lay. It, don't it, to do. it go every which way but loose. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then there are some styles that I want to try to achieve that I cannot achieve because my go. curl pattern would not let me do it. There you go. Uh, so. Uh, you know, we are that okay. We don't need to be. We shouldn't still be talking about. That. Yeah, I mean, I really. Don't, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Right, right. No, you're right. We, we really. I mean, we shouldn't be. You right. Know, look, I done seen all kind of hair that look good. Right, and right. I, I done seen people with quote unquote, quote unquote, supposedly good hair right. that I feel like he needs to cut that shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> that shit looks awful. Right. You right, know what I mean. Right. So I mean. Yeah. You know this is a touchy, touchy subject in our family. <laughs> Mark, Mark talking about this great texture now. There's only two people I know with this texture in our family. Your dad, well, and yeah, your my dad and Mark. The other guy, the other, the other guy was dying. He's, he's out of here. But, but, 
Mark, and then they look alike. <laughs> he looks more like my dad than I do. <laughs> hey. <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Uh, but he hides it. You look like my dad than my dad. Then we do. That's I'm hilarious. just saying. That's hilarious. If my dad had a womb, I knew when it came out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Same, bro. almost same color. We do. Same hair test, oh, everything. Yeah. That's weird. How that popped. Now, I'm glad I was out the room when y'all had discussed this in the bottom. Hurtful, hurtful feelings. Hey, you know. Hey, man. Man. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. It's weird though. I don't know. I mean, but we still. Yeah. That, that, that's still. A, still the same. But again, again, it goes back to the white. Yeah. Thing, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Right? You know, the more, you know, the, the, the slave master was, you know, 10 toes down in the slave house. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know shit. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, because yours is so far removed. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you look like our grandfather. Yeah. You look like our grandfather. You yeah. look like my father. Yeah. But that's kind of removed other than they, they, other than they mama. Our grandfather's mama. Yeah. Yeah. When she like Indian, Native American. I don't know. I think Mama said you had a better relationship with her. Than I did. I knew her. <laughs> yeah, she exactly. Died in Seventy-five. That's exactly. I was five years old when she died. And, and I was, was here. yeah. So you don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let me tell you. So I think you said I just know pictures. Mama Sally. Mama Sally had long, straight. Like it was curly too, but it was straight yeah. too. But yeah. I think Mama said that, it, that Mama Sally was even half. White and had black, but she was black and Native American and white. Something went on. Yeah. I don't know. Well, she, don't give me the line. <laughs> mama said something like that. She, I had to ask something. From, from what I was doing a little research. Oh, okay. From what I can ascertain, uh, yeah, uh, she has. A, she was had some white. Oh, I knew. Her, uh, well, I, I think I, it was her father. Because wasn't her great grand her grandfather was somebody that was Mama said the governor or the mayor or some place oh, in Tennessee uh, or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know what happened. Anyway, Uncle Jim and I see it. <laughs> yeah, y'all, 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 y'all took that. I didn't get any of that. <laughs> hey, man. That's, uh, hey, that's a wrap for us, man. We are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Drake, 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 Drake's going to end the note. Yeah, that's a wrap for us. Uh, Joe, man. Um, no, no, no. We'll, we'll get Joe in a second. <laughs> Ebony, yeah. Shout out to Ebony. Never forget that nerd. No, hey, my friend Ebony. Hold on. Hold on. Matter of fact, I've been getting in trouble making fun of my friends. So hold on. I'm going to give some apologies and shout outs. Jill. Jill, I love you. I didn't mean anything by it. You're one of my best friends. I, I think the world of you. I, I gave a shout out, but I didn't give it. Like Zoe on Grownish. Dude, I didn't get the shout out the way that they. And you know what? Hey, look. I'm, I'm, I'm one of them people. If, if, I, if I felt like. And you, I care about you, and I disappointed you in the open. I'm going to praise you in the open, too. So. I, she said I talk bad about her, but you know, hey, whatever. What's your name, Jill? Yeah. Jill, it's all good. He don't mean it. Thanks, Vaughn. That's what we talking. Thank you. That's what I'm talking about, cuz. <laughs> Brandy, Brandy, you too. I know oh, y'all give you. Uh, is that whores do over, Brandy? <laughs> Brandy, Brandy, I know Brandy, I. Uh, 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 Brandy, I know I give y'all a hard time. You know about entries. 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 Oh what? Hey, hey, Brandy. Oh what? <laughs> 
back. I'm trying to get back oh, in the good graces. I messed up that. <laughs> but I'm the one that had the summer boy. Everybody loved Dre. Everybody be mad at me. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, shout out. Shout out to Brandy. Shout out to Jill. Shout out to Cheryl. Get better. Uh, shout out to Drina. Shantia. Who else did I forget? The dudes don't be on us like that. They well, they don't. Nah, they, they don't tell us. Um, what was the brother from the um live? Which brother from the live? Your homeboy, man. He was really going in and helping out. And... I thought that was uh, I thought that was Dimp going. Dimp? No, it wasn't Dimp. It was another homeboy. Uh, I Ro- think his I name know. was Will or something. I don't. Row. I know Row was on there. Row was on there too. Shout the Row. Um, starter. Yeah, little pencil starter. But yeah, anyway. Shout out, shout out to you, Mark, for no, being on the show. Thank you. Yes, again, sir. we'll have you on again because I have an episode especially for you that I want to, I want to me, you, and Dre, maybe somebody else. Me and Dre have talked about this. We we're gonna do this episode, but I think you really help because y'all were, you, you and Dre were all sneaking some stuff in there about it. But, <laughs> so, but yeah, so shout out to you, shout out to God. Yeah, yeah, Mark. Uh, you know, shout out Dr. Mark Cunningham. Any shout outs? You know, <laughs> I there don't you go. really have any. So here you go. But uh, raw. <laughs> <laughs> thank y'all for having me. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it. Right. Hey, man. So, um, this is Cup of Joe with Dre. At Cup of Joe with Dre is where you can find us on uh, Instagram and Facebook. At Cup of Joe with Dre. Shout out to my daughters. Um, as y'all can hear, Ava in the background going crazy. Um. I want to shout out to all of the Leos because oh, yes. Leo season is officially yes, here. Yes, it is. You know what I mean? We, we in the building. August 17th. August 17th. August 11th is mine. August 17th, Dr. Mark Cunningham. <laughs> hey, we in the building, y'all. This is our season. You know what we do. We ain't fucking around with y'all. Just just bow your head, pay homage, <laughs> salute us, man. Y'all know what it is, man. Um, so <laughs> shout out to all the Leos out there listening. The arrogance in the room. Hey, hey we, we here. <laughs> We here, yeah, yeah, exactly. They know what it is, man. So yeah, man. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to all the listeners, man. I love y'all, man. Um, keep listening, keep sharing. Shout out to uh, who, who the fuck? Uh, Pakistan and uh, Qatar. Um, those are our newest uh, countries that we picked up. So I believe we're in thirty countries worldwide right now. Uh, international uh, Joe and Dre out here, you know, doing what we do. Um, Shout out to Jerry Lorenzo, creator of Fear of God. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah, Fear, uh, yeah, yeah. That's my, that's my oh, guy. So he gonna do the. He yeah, gonna yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, Dre. Can you tell him why <laughs> he did this hey, little man, shout out? His, his slides is meaner than a motherfucker, man. I'm kind of mad right now, <laughs> but we we'll we talk about that on another day, on another on, on another time, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, he got these. Uh, you know, Mark got these fear of God uh, slides on. Hold on, if y'all want to know so what they look tough, like, boy. think about the Miami Vice speedboat. But it, like <laughs> well, but clean. They clean the but shit. But that's what I'm saying, though. Yeah, they clean the shit. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's that's me. Uh, Joe, close us out, man. Y'all know what it is. Thank y'all for coming out. God bless you. Good night. Hey, yo, this couple Joe with Dre. We out there.